0: is Actually, You Are a real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline, and I help people get consistent with mornings, meals, and movement. In today's episode, we are going to talk about meals. I think that this is a really timely episode. Um, This pops up for a lot of people because really from Halloween until Christmas, it's very hard to stay consistent with meals. There's just things popping up. But the truth is, is a lot of people struggle staying consistent with meals throughout the year. So even if you're listening to this when it is not between Halloween and Christmas, I think that this episode will help you. So the question that I have today or really the statement. This pops up in client calls. I've seen this in emails. I see people write about this on social media. And it is, I'm snacking too much. I am snacking throughout the workday. I don't know what to do about the snacking. And I know that this is something that I struggled with Uh, during the time I was a teacher, snacking a lot. Also, if I didn't have something to do, maybe on weekends, not a lot to do. It's cold, it's snowy or raining outside and you're not going out and you're not doing anything. What do you do at home? You walk over to the cabinet and you pull something out and you snack and you graze throughout the day. So it happens both at home and then also when you're at work. Um, If you're stressed or you're bored and you're trying to make it through the workday, you head over to the kitchen, you head over to the break room, or you head to the secretary's office because you know that they have some sort of stash. Or you have a stash in your desk um, that happens for people that are, you know, on site. And then again, too, at home. If you work from home, the cabinet, the pantry, the fridge... Um, it's just a few steps away from you when you're working from home. So the snacking too much, yeah, it happens for a lot of people. So all of this to say, if this is something you're struggling with, one, you are not a failure. uh, It's not just you. You're not fundamentally flawed. um, A diet, a restrictive diet is not actually going to solve this. Uh, Maybe in the past you've done something restrictive like completely taken food away. Okay, great. I am just going to do Whole30 um, or I'm going to count macros or I am just going to do the carnivore diet. Or I've heard this from people too. Um, <clears throat> they feel like they they don't have any control over food. So they do one meal a day. OMAD, oh, one meal a day. Um, they don't allow themselves to eat throughout the day. They're just going to have that one meal. And those things work. Until they stop working, right? You, if you're a listener of this podcast, you have done those things before, and it works until it stops working, and you can no longer get yourself to be that hardcore about food. And again, doesn't mean that you are weak or fundamentally flawed. It's because those things don't work long term. So we are going to talk about what is going to work long term. Um, you know, I'm not just going to say, "Oh, just let yourself eat," just you know, continuously eat we know that that doesn't feel good. You're in pain right now. You're in physical pain from eating too much. Maybe you notice snacking has made you actually more lethargic. Um, You've had stomach aches or headaches from too much food or too much sugar or too much caffeine. Um, Maybe your body, like I I remember this too, when I was not a healthy healthy eater, um, just like inflammation, like my body, like if you touched my skin, it actually hurt. Like it was crazy and my feet were in pain and all of this and putting jeans on hurt my body. So just allowing yourself to eat throughout the day isn't really great. You're going to feel physical pain and probably emotional and mental pain as well. Feeling frustrated with yourself, just feeling like you could do better. But the solution is not, let me say this again, big bold letters. The solution is not to go do a restrictive diet. The solution also is not just to continue to allow yourself. Those are both really extreme opposites. Just don't eat anything or just allow yourself to continue continue to eat. Those are extreme opposites. So what we're going to do is focus on something in the middle, something that is going to help the pain stop and help you start feeling good, not gross. Um, But before we do that, before we like go into action mode, we got to think about like, why is this happening? Why are you snacking too much? And the answer is not because you're fundamentally flawed or you know, you just can't do anything right. You don't have self-control. That's not those aren't really helpful answers. But when, when I break it down and I think about and you know, when I talk with clients or I think about myself and why times in my life I was continuously snacking or grazing, four big things um that I see going wrong with people or, or I saw uh going wrong with myself. So the first one is you're not getting enough sleep you're not getting enough sleep and you're snacking throughout the day because you need those calories you need that sugar those carbs that energy to like make it through the day and keep you awake right so that's the first one you're not getting enough sleep the second one you're not eating enough food um by this you you might be like no Jacqueline like that's why you know I'm snacking I am eating too much food but the issue is you're not eating enough like, and protein, like we think about the five Ps, you're not eating enough fiber. You're not getting enough protein. And because of that, because you're not getting like those really solid, basic, important fundamentals, you're turning to carbs and sugar and fat and caffeine and all of that fun stuff. You're not getting enough of the nutrients that your body needs. And you're turning to these quick fast, easy ways of getting calories or sugar or whatever into your body. So the first one, you're not getting enough sleep. The second one, you're not eating enough like actual food, plants and protein. The next one, um, you're not drinking enough water. Um, This pops up for a lot of people. You know, you have plenty of coffee and energy drinks and soda and whatever else, juice, but just basic water, like actually eating plain old water. You're not getting enough water. And then the last one, you're not getting um, enough relief from stress. Uh, you're using food as an escape from your day, an escape from your work day. You're bored, and so you're popping over to see what's happening in the pantry, um, or you're stressed and you need a mental break from your computer or from people. And so you're turning to getting, you know, the M&Ms or you're, you know, you're going over to the vending machine. You're using food as an escape. And I am not going to say, like, you're a bit, you know, you're a bad person for stress eating or for using food as a way to relieve stress or, you know, your emotional eating. Um. You're not a bad person for that. We've all done that. It's just that now it's becoming something that's becoming a problem. And it's, you know, anything can become a problem if you're doing too much of it. If you drink too much water, (laughs) that can become a problem. If you're exercising too much, that can become a problem. And so when it comes to this, like the snack, having too much of it in your day, it's becoming a problem. So we got to find something else. So those are the four big things not getting enough sleep not eating enough real whole uh nutrient dense foods plants and proteins you're not eating enough you're not drinking enough water and you don't have any other ways to cope with stress or to manage stress so if those are the big four reasons why you're snacking too much right those are actually very easy things to solve they are like I'm gonna break it down for you you're gonna walk through it but it's like when we think that, we're not doing a good job with food, we we don't think about like these mini things. We don't break it down into smaller problems like that we can actually solve. We just think that the answer is doing a giant overhaul and running to some sort of restrictive diet. And we know, we know that that is not going to help you in the long term. So instead, breaking it down into these Bite-sized problems, we actually can come up with some really tangible solutions to your problems. And we're gonna walk through them today. But the answer, I'm gonna repeat this over and over and over again, the answer is never to do a restrictive diet. It just isn't. It's you know, it's not something that you would want for your child. You would never say to your child, like, oh, you know, this isn't going well. We're just gonna throw everything out and do this restrictive thing. No, you wouldn't you to break it down for your child as well. And we're going to do the same thing for you. So let's run through it. So the first one, if you're not getting enough sleep, (laughs) you need to have a bedtime. You need to create some sort of routine at the end of the night so that you can get sleep. And here's the other thing about this. Um, Sometimes these things are cyclical. It's harder. It's hard to get sleep if you're drinking caffeine until 6 PM or you're eating too much sugar, you know, if you're full all day long and you get to the end of the night and you, you know, you have all this uh, food in your stomach, sometimes it's hard to get sleep. So sometimes you're going to get better sleep as a result of the other things that you're going to implement. Um, But I do, I would start with, if you're not getting enough sleep, you need to create a bedtime and you need to um, have some sort of bedtime routine. At 10 p.m., lights need to be out. That means at 9:30, I need to start getting ready for bed. Whatever it is, um, so that would be the first thing. If you're not getting enough sleep, the solution is you need to get more sleep. You need to create a routine to get more sleep. Okay. The second one, if you're not eating enough, and not just carbs, fat, and sugar, if you're not eating enough uh, plants and protein, the nutrient dense foods, the solution to that is eat enough <laughs> plants and protein. Use the five P's when you're building your meal. Um, again, the five P's are plants, protein, a little bit of processed bun food, plenty water and plate it. Now, each of these are really important. They all serve a purpose. Um, a lot of times people are like, oh yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm doing it. But it's like, "You're no, you're actually kind of sort of doing it. When it comes to plants, you're not actually using um, a cup of uh, vegetables or a serving a fruit you are sprinkling some raisins on your i don't know you're eating a, you know you're eating dried fruit okay well that's not that's not an actual serving of plants that's more processed food but like an actual serving of plants that can be raw vegetables that can be cooked vegetables that can be fruit but when i say fruit fresh fruit not fruit that is in syrup not fruit from a can It can be frozen fruit. You can put that into a smoothie, but like actually getting a serving of plants. And then the next one, actually getting a serving of protein. A serving of protein, I estimate with my clients, try to get around 20 grams of protein um, at your meals. So when you're building your breakfast, can you use a protein powder with your breakfast or can you eat some eggs? Now, I think eggs have six grams of protein per egg. So, to get to 20, that would be four eggs. If four eggs feels too much, can you do three eggs? That'd be 18 grams of protein. You're almost at 20, right? So, can you get 20 grams of protein at your breakfast? Can you get 20 grams of protein at your lunch? That's super simple if you're having a salad right? You can have a serving of vegetables. You can have some grilled chicken. You can have a rotisserie chicken. You can have some steak. You can have tuna. You can have hard-boiled eggs. You can supplement with some chickpeas, some nutritional yeast, all of these things to get at least 20 grams of protein at your lunch. And then when you're building a snack. Now for snacks, you don't necessarily have to have 20 grams of protein. Maybe you do You do at least 10 grams of protein, split it in half. But easy ways to get protein during a snack would be drinking a protein shake that you'll actually get probably 20 to 25 grams of protein, um, eating a protein bar, uh, hard-boiled eggs, <laughs> tuna, just basically making like a little meal. I like to make little snack, uh, sneaky snack plates. So I might have some hard-boiled eggs. I might have some uh, chicken sausage or uh, turkey, dry turkey. Um, what else? Yeah, chickpeas. Oh, I love eating bada beans with my snack. Um, protein shake. Oh, what else? Uh, not really. <laughs> protein is not my favorite thing, actually. Um, but there are lots of easy ways to get protein into your meals and your snack. And then again, dinner, making sure that you have protein at dinner. So that is a serving of meat. that might be, again, a hamburger, a piece of steak, some chicken, tuna, salmon, whatever it is, but actually having a serving of protein, again, 20 grams of protein, and then also plants. So that could be roasted vegetables, that could be a side salad, that could be steamed vegetables. I usually, um, you know, recommend uh, excuse me, frozen or fresh veggies versus canned, usually canned, um, there's salt or sugar and extra things in there. But yeah, you wanna look for either fresh things or frozen things and eating it raw or cooking it, whatever, that those details don't matter as much, but it's actually making sure that you're getting a serving in there. And so if you're doing, and then I usually do have, I usually have some sort of small dessert after dinner. But I want mean, to go back to So if you're not eating enough, if you're snacking too much, one reason may be because you're not eating enough. So the solution to not eating enough is to making sure make sure that you're actually eating. Make sure that you're actually eating the five Ps at breakfast. Make sure you're actually eating it at lunch. Make sure you're actually eating a small snack. And make sure you're actually eating it at dinner. Um, and again, the five Ps. Plants, protein, a little bit of process, Plenty of water, plate it. Plate it means sitting down and eating your meal. It doesn't mean rushing around in the car. You know, it doesn't mean eating while working. Like, give yourself 10 minutes to eat your breakfast and lunch, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at lunch. If you can do more, that's great. But give yourself that time to eat um, and actually see what you're eating and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. So, Talks talked about the sleep. We talked about the um, food, not eating enough. And then the water that kind of goes in there. Again, a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm doing the five Ps. And it's like, did you actually drink plenty of water with your meal or did you have a coffee? Did you have a soda or did you not have anything at all? So with the plenty of water, get yourself a giant water bottle. Like one of those big ones that's like 50, 60 ounces. Or I personally just have like these cheap cups from Target um, I think that I have I brought two sets of them. So I think there's six of them. So one thing I do is I actually fill them up for the day. So then I can just grab them from the fridge. I think they're 20 or 24 ounces, but I can just grab them and drink them with a straw throughout the day. So I always grab one with a meal. Make sure that you're actually doing these things. So if you're you're snacking too much, one reason may be because you're not drinking enough water. Okay. So those. We're, we kind of covered like the basic things. Sleep, you need to make sure you get enough sleep. <laughs> food, you need to make sure you're getting enough food. Water, you need to make sure you're getting enough water. Now, the last one, um, I think we can all relate to this, the stress eating, emotional eating, eating for entertainment, eating to escape. I don't think that this is the worst thing in the world. If you know this about yourself, you can help yourself. Um I will say for a lot of people, actually eating enough is going to help solve a lot of your problems. Actually eating enough is going to solve so many of your problems. But if you're still stress eating, you're still finding yourself turning to the Halloween candy that was, you know, leftover, or people keep bringing Halloween candy to your office because they're trying to get it out of their house, um, right as we enter the enter the holidays, had, ugh, holiday season, Maybe your office is going to start having more treats. Clients or customers are going to be bringing more things. Your students are going to be bringing these things. There's going to be an abundance of candy and sugar and cake and cookies and all of these things. And it's very easy to turn to those things when you're tired, you're stressed, you're bored, um, you're just trying to make it through the workday. So... The answer, again, is not to do a restrictive diet, but it's like to come up with another solution. So if you're bored and that's when you're heading to the break room to grab a sweet, you need to come up with another solution for being bored. The sweets has become a solution for your boredom, right? So you need to have another solution for boredom. One thing that my client and I, we just implemented for her actually, was going for a 10-minute walk. Getting outside and going for a walk. Um, This is great because this means you're, I mean, you're, you're getting, you're eating fewer sweets because you're outside now and you're moving your body. Additionally, I think getting away from a screen, getting away from work, getting vitamin D outside, fresh air, even if it's cold out, it's still going to be good for your body. Um, Getting that time away from work, it's going to help your mental health. It's going to help your physical health. You're not going to be sitting. Your hips are going to hurt less. Your body is going to be in less pain. Additionally, this is actually going to help with your sleep. Um, I was just reading uh, a post, uh, and this happens w- during during winter. We spend less time outside, and because we're outside less, we're not getting as much natural light, and this does affect our sleep cycle. So, you getting outside and moving your body is going to help so many things. It means you're going to be eating fewer sweets, you're going to be moving your body more and feeling less pain, and it's going to help your body get back on a a rhythm with your sleep schedule. So, and it's also solving that problem of I'm bored. I'm bored at work, and that's why I'm turning to sweets. So, the new solution for the boredom is going out and going for a walk. The other great thing about this is you can explore different things around your office or your school or wherever you're at. Um, you can listen to an audiobook. Um, that's one of my favorite things or a podcast <laughs> and I would recommend, um, uh, well, this podcast of, of course, but also another one I, I mentioned it on the last episode, body electric. It's a Ted radio hour, um, six part series on moving your body during the workday. I highly recommend it. Um, it's going to help. There's other long-term, uh, benefits, reducing cholesterol, re- reducing blood pressure. I, th- and I think too, just overall making us a less stressed Happier people, um, it's going to help with your mental health. So, if you're bored and you're turning to food, find another solution for the boredom. Going out for a walk is a great solution. The other thing I like about going for walks is it's not a ton of wear and tear on your body. Um, a 10 minute walk, right? We're not talking about you going for a five mile walk which can be, be really burdensome to your body. It can, that's like, that's a lot. If you're going from zero to 100, that can be a lot. But going for an extra 10 minutes every day, you're just increasing it gradually. Um, you're not going to get sweaty in 10 minutes of like leisure walking. You're not going for a run, just the 10 minute walks. You're not going to get sweaty. You don't need special clothes. You, you really don't need special shoes to head out for a walk. Um, maybe boots if it's snowy or rainy or whatever by you, but there's nothing special that you need. You don't need to put on this whole other set of clothes like you do when you're have when you going to head for a run or like you do when you're going to a workout class. So in conclusion, all of us, all of us should just head out for more, more walks during the workday. Um, all of us should make sure that we're sleeping enough and we have a bedtime. All of us should make sure that we're eating enough 20 grams of protein at each of our meals. Use the five P's. All of us should make sure that we are uh, drinking enough water. And yes, all of us should make sure that we have some other sort of escape from the workday. Again, it is a-okay to decide that you are going to allow yourself to have some sugar as an escape. Um, It's just that having some sugar when it turns into eating all of the sugar, that's when it's like, oh, this doesn't feel so good. I need another solution because if I continue with this, I'm going to continue to feel gross and it's going. the pain is going to increase. So again, I'm not saying to completely remove sugar from your life. I am just trying to help you with the snacking too much. That's become a problem. Let's come up with some other solutions. So We're focusing on adding in all of the good habits that are going to help you continue to feel good instead of focusing on all of the things that you shouldn't be doing. And, you know, like you're going to slap your wrist because you're a bad person because you did these things. So, that I hope that was helpful. If you are struggling with snacking too much, a restrictive diet is not going to solve it. Instead, focus on these four things one, make sure you're getting enough sleep, two, make sure you're eating enough. A, a serving of veg, a cup of vegetables or a, soup, a serving of fruit and at least 20 grams of protein at each meal. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Grab a glass of water with each meal you, you eat. And then again, go do something else to relieve stress, to relieve boredom, um, to relieve anger. Go, and one suggestion is <laughs> to go for a walk, a five-minute walk, a 10-minute walk. Um, I personally, I go for a five-minute walk sometimes probably even shorter than that um but i go for a walk every time i finish a zoom so i'm actually recording this on zoom so i am gonna head for a walk uh as soon as i finish this but when i finish a client call i close my computer and i go around the block and so if i have a day where i have i don't know five calls it's great because that means i have <laughs> a guarantee five walks at least five walks in my workday, I'm getting up, I'm moving my body. This is great for my hips, it's great for my mental health. I'm getting sunlight, um, I'm not looking at a screen the whole workday. Uh, so yeah, I think that's something that we, we all should and can, we're all able to do. So, yep, that is what to do if you are snacking too much. Um, let's see, again, I will not be opening up Get Consistent With this month. That will wait until the end of December as we head into 2024. Very excited about the new series that I will have. So starting 2024, I will have an eight-part series on Get Consistent With. So if you are going, well, you have two options. One, you can participate as a paying client and work with me, and I will be your one-to-one coach uh, and help you get consistent with uh, mornings meals or movement as we start 2024 and then the other option is to be a free client. <laughs> Listen to the podcast the beginning of 2024 we'll run through um, ways that you can get consistent with mornings, meals and movement as we start the new year. You will not need to do a restrictive diet. you will actually set yourself up for success. And the great thing about approaching it like this about like adding in habits and being really systematic about things, is that if you figure this out with mornings, you really can translate everything and figure it out with meals and then figure it out with movement. So it's not just one thing where you're being super restrictive. You're going to be able to use these same principles in so many different areas of your life. I've had clients tell me that they've used this to actually um, get consistent with the hobby instead of going on their phone. Um And so, yeah, you're going to be able to use the same principles in so many different areas of your life. So again, that is coming in 2024. You can either be a paying client and work with me one-to-one, or you can be a free client and continue to listen to the podcast. Have an amazing day. I will see you the next episode. Bye.